intention was to teach you about prophecy. And very, very deeply. With the intention of helping you to come to a place where you can understand when people say, thus said the Lord, you can know whether God is the one speaking. And you can understand those who are false prophets. But when, I, when we went into the Holy Ghost Convention, I discovered that what God wanted to do was a lot deeper than that. I breezed over that, talking about prophetic declaration and prophetic utterance, the difference between the two. But at the same time, God was impressing on you, or, you know, you know what God was most interested in is you manifesting prophecy and manifesting gift of healing. And on that day, everybody who was in the meeting prophesied to the second person, and the second person had clean, clear his heart being spoken by the other person. And everybody was happy. But God did that so that you can continue to use that ability. The second thing God did was, I said those who were sick should, should you know, be prayed for by those of you who were in the meeting. And everyone who was prayed for was healed. You know, and they came out. These are not, it's not a stage meeting. These are people who didn't know that I was going to do that before the meeting. Even my wife didn't know that. But to affirm to you that you have received the gift of healing, I put it to test. And it worked. I, I believe that uh, Dickiness and Monique is here. Let me hear your voice, Dickiness and Monique. Good. Dickiness and Monique called me when I was going to, learn, to, to Germany, and I would let her come and tell you what God said through somebody who is not a part of CFT. But you know, haven't God done that among you? Now you see that you have the gift of healing. You see that you have the gift of prophecy. You see that First Corinthians 14 is correct when it says you cannot prophesy one after the other. You see that the book of Romans chapter 12 is correct when it says, talk about from verse 4, that he that prophesies will prophesy according to the proportion of faith. And you see that the book of Mark 16, 17 is correct when it says that this sign will follow the, those who believe. In my name they cast out devils. They will lay hands on the sick. They will recover and they will speak in new tongues. So, but then after, I then said, the next week, let me go on further on prophetic. And the Lord said, no, teach about faith and healing. <laughs> Isn't it? So I started teaching about faith and healing. And I told every one of you to read the book of Mark. Yes? So that we're looking at the healing ministry of Jesus, the deliverance ministry of Jesus, and us. What is our part? Let me say something to you and let everybody listen to me across the globe. Any Christian who doesn't have this kind of mentality is left behind already. Christianity is not going to church and belonging to a group of people who shout and pray and fast. That's not Christianity. Jesus says the time will come that those who will seek the Father will seek Him in spirit and in truth. And He says that the Father looks for people like that. If you say you are a Christian and the Bible is not fulfilled in your life, you better pack up and go to another religion. You miss your road. You can never say you are a doctor and you don't know anything about medicine. Only your lecturer knows about medicine. You go every, every day to lecture. When they ask you what is stethoscope, after five years of medicine, you don't know what a stethoscope is. That is not of God at all. God is seeking people who are true with him. Sincere and trustworthy. People who will seek Him. People who, 
who somebody will not be seeking God on your behalf. But let me say something to you. God still has a union on earth of those who seek after him. To those people who reveals himself. So, God now began to speak to you about faith and healing. And I recognize that God doesn't want me to, de- to, to derogate from that yet. Until you are full of faith. Are we together? Because in a short time, in January, God told us about some months that he would pass through this church. And those months are valid. And we have seen two of the months he had passed. Then we are waiting for the next month. Before the end of this year. And the ears of those who hear it will rejoice. There is God in the midst of us. Therefore, because I see that the Spirit wants you to really have faith. That is the reason why today I progress on the issue of faith. Very briefly. The first understanding today is this. The Word of God is true. Write it down. The Word of God is true. <laughs> I love that. Some other people are still thinking about it. When you finish your processing of thoughts, respond to me. I said the Word of God is true. Yeah. Aha! Hallelujah, somebody. Can I help you understand the philosophy of the Word? The Word of God is true in the sense that the Word of God is not to be, but the Word of God is. Listen to me today. The Word of God is not to be, but the Word of God is. Alright. Alright, alright. Somebody's still trying to figure out that kind of, that kind of reasoning. God said, let there be light because light was in God. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was void and formless. Darkness covered the deep and the spirit of the Lord. If you are a leader in CFT, if you don't know the Bible as I know it, so you are in a big trouble. Especially some basic scriptures like that. If you don't know Genesis, you can't know anything. Somebody say amen. I always use doctors, you know, for example. A doctor does not know CPR. How can he be a surgeon? A doctor does not know what stethoscope is. And when you call stethoscope for a tester, that tests electricity current. Excuse somebody. If you don't know Genesis, I was talking on television, on the radio, you know, this uh, London radio, with this um, most popular, um, <laughs> uh, what do you call it, presenter. And the guy was saying to me that, he said, Apostle Williams, I put you online. I have with me in the studio gays, and I have with me your brother who is a minister like you, who is a gay. He says to me that, you know, I've told them about you, Apostle Williams, that um, this is going to be a hot debate. And then he began to ask me questions that, do you think homosexuality is a sin? And then he said to me, that, after all, the brother of Jesus is here. He is a Jew, the king of gays. Who is a preacher like you is here? 
who is also a gay. But when he said to me that you think the, the you know, homosexual is a, sin, is a sin, I said to him, what is the opinion of my brothers? And the, my brothers told me, the one in uh, the minister said to me that there is no such a thing. There is no way in the Bible that says homosexuality is a sin. That's what he said. And I said to him that, can I ask some few questions from my brother? And he said, yes. And I said, he said to me, go ahead. And I said, Brother John, Reverend Minister, are you a reverend? He said, yes. A child of God? He said, yes. A preacher of the gospel? He said, yes. So which means that the Bible is your final authority? He said, yes. I said, do you understand Genesis? Do you believe in Genesis? He said, Genesis, Genesis. He said, no. Oh, I said, point of order. If a doctor does not believe in stethoscope, can he be a doctor? And the presenter said, no. I said, a carpenter who doesn't believe in hammer, and he believes in using his hand to hit the nail, can he be a carpenter? He said, no. No, I said, a bricklayer who does not believe in troll, so he uses his hand to plaster. He said, no. I said, so, if a man does not believe in the fundamental, the first book of the Bible, upon which the whole writing reference, do you call that man a professional of that book? The presenter said, I told you. I told you. You're talking to Apostle Williams. I said to him, from every academic intellectualism and philosophical nonsense, I do not see this man credible to call himself a minister of the world. Because a minister of the gospel is somebody who believes in everything the Bible says. The Bible says, all scriptures are God's breath. I said, so, number one, I have the right intellectually to dissolve this many because there is no basis for discussion with this man. Unless he will agree with me that no, I can speak with you not as a minister, but as an ordinary human being who needs to be educated about the Bible. I said, by the way, you said that this is not a sin. It's not written in the Bible. Can you read for me First Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9? And it says that do not be deceived. These ones have no part in the kingdom of God. And he mentions several acts, attitudes. If you look at it, in the kingdom of God, do not be deceived. Do not be deceived, he began by saying. Neither the sexually immoral, the adulterers, idolaters, the adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor the drunkard, nor the slanderer, nor the swindler will inherit the kingdom of God. I said, is this Apostle William's writing? He said, no. Is this the Bible? He said, no. The man said, are you reading from the Bible? I said, tell Brother John to read his own Bible. You are looking for my opinion? Section 8 applies. Human rights acts. You are looking for my opinion? My opinion is what I believe. And what my book of religion says. If anybody has a belief to believe that he's an animal... I have, a, I have a right to believe that I'm a human being. Are we together now? It may not be subjective, but it's indirectly subjective. Somebody say amen. amen. Listen to me. And the man said, story closed. <laughs> the case is closed. Therefore, if you don't know Genesis, don't say to me you are a Christian leader. In Genesis, what did he say? 
In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, verse 1. Now the earth was void and formless, and darkness covered the deep, and the Spirit of the Lord was moving over the waters. Verse 2. Then in verse 3, what did he say? God said, let there be light. The original translation in Hebrew says, and light beat. So the word of God is. The word of God is not to be. The word of God is. Hello somebody. When God says something, that is what is. You and I may have to wait some time for a period for that to be physically seen. But it has existed before its visibility. It has been proven before its reality comes to you. A God who says, peace unto you. He went to visit a man. And he said, peace unto you. This is a man who has been running and hiding in hiding places. When the enemies will come and ravage their own country, everybody will run away. The enemy will always come to ravage them at the time of harvest. And so God came. And the man did not know it was God. For eight years they have been impoverished by Midianites. When God saw him, he said, peace unto you. You mighty man of valor. And the man said, who is this stranger in Israel? Talking about peace in the midst of war. How can peace happen in the midst of war? How can, how can you talk to a weak man like me? He said, gentlemen, do you know what? I am Gideon. I am from, my family is the least of all the country. Not only that. That my tribe being the least. In that least tribe, my family is the least. And in that least family, I am the most useless. I was amazed when God was speaking that God ignored everything he said. And God replied and said, go in this useless strength of yours. <laughs> and deliver Israel. God said, go in this strength of yours. And deliver Israel. Look, what I'm saying to you tonight, today. Your physical condition can be contrary to the destiny God has written to you. Do not allow what you see to hinder what you really are. Greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Because the world of God is. You will not see yourself in the light of it. It doesn't negate it. The Prime Minister of a nation was born in a hospital general hospital like everybody. If the prophet was there and said, you shall be the prime minister of the nation, especially if he was talking to the mother of John Major. We all know his history, that he's different from all others. No silver spoon fed, born in Brixton. And yet, a good thing can come out of Nazareth. Then what the other says, for you to be the prime minister, you must have gone through Eton, you must have gone through Oxford, you must have gone through Cambridge, but when it came to his turn, None of those things is applicable. And yet, he wrote about the nation. The word of God is. When God says something to you, that is what is. This is today. So, I really many, many of you are a lot of prophecies spoken. They are waiting to be manifest. But they are. Before they manifest, they live. Before they manifest, they are not dead, they are real. 
That really spun my heart up. I believe the word of God is. Good. I said I believe the word of God is. Number two. The word of God has already been spoken. Yes, sir. All the word God will speak, you already spoke it. That is the reason why God says, if anybody prophesies, Check it by my written word. If the prophecy is not in line with the promise, then God is not speaking. Let the church of God on earth listen to me. People who go to churches who believe they are serving God. I told you during the Holy Ghost convention what prophecy is. Let's go look at the first Corinthians chapter 14. Let's look at verse 4. What does it say? It says, he who speaks in tongues edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. Shall we read the next verse? I will have every one of you to speak in tongues, but I would rather have you prophesy. Now, there is something here. The first thing is that every one of you can speak in tongues. Somebody say amen. Every one of you can prophesy. Somebody say amen. But you know when we got saved, we didn't prophesy, we didn't speak in tongues. And after some time, the word manifested. Because the word is. Now, prophecy therefore, it says, He who prophesies, how do you know that it's from God? It's greater than he who speaks in tongues and let the interpret so that the church may be what? Edify. The next verse. Now, brothers, no, let me go to verse 2, really. Go to verse 2 and let me read that. Down. What does it say here? For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. Indeed, no one understands him. He utters what? Mysteries with his own spirit. And the next verse says, let me together. Look, is this not cathedral? Let's read it cathedral way. Somebody who says to you that does hear the Lord, you are going to die. Does that strengthen you? Does it comfort you? Does it encourage you? Someone who says to you that you know you cannot move, 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 move ahead now because 10 years ago you committed a sin. Does that comfort you? Does that encourage you? Listen to me. When the Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 4 verse 8, uh, chapter, chapter 4 verse 7 and 8, it says, blessed is he whose sins are forgiven, whose sins are covered. And it says that, blessed is he who says the Lord will never count against him. If you have crossed the barrier of salvation and you have crossed from death into life and God has forgiven your sin, how could the old sin have barrier over your life again? He says, he says, I remember no more. Someone stand before me and say, you cannot get this because of the sins you committed before you were born again. And I will say to him, what about Romans chapter 4, verse 7, and verse 8? Someone says to me, this journey you are going, I see death. Who are you trying to scare? Death 
devil is the one who scares people. God does not. He encourages you. He strengthens you. He establishes you. Nobody, if there is death, they did not say, I will get my angels over you. They will carry you on their wings. They will say, you will not touch your still against us. For the girl stones. They will not say, I will bear with you in your going out, in your coming in. They did not say, you are already dead. They have a real in their hand for the glory of God. Listen to me. So therefore, the word of God already has been written. The reason why Christians run Helter Skelter is because you have many professing Christians, not actual Christians. When the trumpets are sound, those who refuse to be professing Christians, they are the ones who will come to these cathedrals and begin to tell people that we were told that rapture will happen. It has really happened. Now let us read the Bible. Bible study, they didn't come. They will sleep in church at that time. Prayer meeting, they didn't come. They will pray all night at that time. But the Holy Spirit had departed from the world. But when we go to church with them, Jesus said it. Not all who come to church, but those who do the will. And you cannot do the will that you do not know. That's why it says, let the word of God really dwell in you. Listen to me. I say, the word of God is, alright? Say the word of God is. I can hear you. The word of God is. And the second one he says, the word of God is written. All what God will say, he already said it. So, if anybody says something to you, that is contrary to what is written, let him be a curse. Hallelujah, somebody. I'm going to teach you some things when I come back from my trip. I just came from Berlin. Good, good, good. Fantastic. I'll be on my way to Nigeria tomorrow night. I was supposed to go tonight. When I land in the airport on Tuesday, I'm going to church leaders meeting. Hmm? Satan will regret Because when church leaders see the light, you can see how many thousands under them that will be lit. Listen to me then. Friday I'm back here with you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But when I go, make sure you do something too. How many of you came to the 7 o'clock prayer throughout this week? Stand up. 7 o'clock this week. You came to 7 o'clock prayer. Not the Tuesday meeting. Not the Friday meeting. You didn't expect me to ask you that? Sit down. When Jesus comes to reward his servants, whether it be noon or night, waiting, waiting where the Lord shall come. Oh, shall we say, we are ready. Brothers, ready for the bride home. Say, you are missing. Waiting, waiting when the Lord. I was watching television last week. And one of the mullahs in Islam. One of the highest scholars 
that is on earth today in Islam was saying, do you know what we Muslims are waiting for? The coming of the Lord Jesus. He said Jesus is coming sooner than this world thinks. This is an authority in Islam that when he speaks, people in that kingdom believe that his word is just as the word of God. He said, unfortunately, Israel is sleeping. They are suspecting a Jesus that will be born now. He said, no, Jesus is coming from the clouds. A mullah, head of Islam. The understanding of what Jesus is coming to do, he got it wrong. But he had the true knowledge that Jesus is coming soon. And I said to myself when I was listening to him, there are some Christians who are saying Jesus is not coming now. Can you imagine? And so they live their life as if we will live today and die tomorrow. Come on now. You who listen to me must not be like that. Listen. The word of God is in the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 42. It says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the breaking of bread, to fellowship, and to prayer. If you read that verse down, further down, it says they attended the temple daily, 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 daily. They came to church every day, prayed. Among them were professionals, business people, intelligent people. People who have, you know, limited businesses. Like Peter, who have trawlers, and James, John, the sons of Zebedee, who the Bible recorded that they have workers working under them. Luke, a physician. Paul, a jurisprudence lawyer, and others, Aquila and Priscilla, civil engineers, but they attended temple daily. Of course, Cornelius, centurion, politicians, Luke chapter 8 women, those who keep the wardrobe of Herod, and they attended the temple daily. Listen to me. The word of God is, and all what God will say already has been written in the Bible. Believe those two principles and then I will take you into the finality of it. Let's see a few things that the word of God says further. Look at the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. It says, for I know the plans I have for you. I love this. Declares the Lord. God has plans for every human being. God has plans for every human being. But not every human being fulfills the plans of God. But let's explore this. What is in the plan of God? Number one, 
plans to prosper you. Second, not to harm you. Number three, plans to give you hope. And number four, a future. Listen to me. Therefore, anything that happens around me that threatens my prosperity cannot become from God. Prosperity is not having money. That's the reason why billionaires commit suicide. Prosperity is the ability of wellness. Amongst it is the production of riches. Security, health, wealth. Therefore, lack of job does not mean that you are not prospering. Because if the ability to produce the job is in you, you will soon get a job. But if you cannot get a job, then prosperity is far from that person. Are we together now? For this congregation, I want to help you know this. God's plan is to prosper you. Anything that seeks to undo that cannot be from God. Number two, God's plan is not to harm you. So anything that seeks to harm you cannot be from God. Look, God's plan is to give you hope. Because if you and I have no hope, then we are hopeless. Anything that seeks to abrogate your hope cannot be from God. And God's plan is to give you a future. Let me say something to you. In this church, you are preparing to celebrate my birthday. Yes? November the 14th, don't forget it. It's my birthday. So, every November 14th, CFT globally celebrate what we call Praise Night. Because on my birthday before, I used to go to the villages for evangelism. And then until the leaders called me and said that, look, Instead of going to village for your evangelism in your birthday, let us celebrate you. And when they said that, I said, well, I think then what we should do is to thank God for even allowing me to be born. Alright? We'll talk more about that when I come back. Let me say something to you. I called the video section today in New Cross and I asked them that, look, I don't want you to tell me what you are planning for my birthday, but I want to tell you what I want. You have your agenda. Don't tell me. What do I want? I said I want you to interview the young people who grew here and who are now plugged into various authorities in this country. Those children I raised, some of them born in my hands. They are not qualified professionals in England. Some medical doctors, some chartered accountants, some working in banks, some working in, you know, uh, uh, petroleum companies, lawyers, engineers, qualified. I said, interview them. Ask them, what age did you join CFT? What was your life before you joined CFT? Ask them. 
Who are you today? What degrees do you have? Listen to me. I said, then ask them, what professional institutions are you members of? Where do you work today? Where were you born? What were the circumstances before you came? And what has the life of Apostle Williams done in this process of your life? I said, interview them for me. I want to show this country that church is not for bankrupts. Church is not for failures. Church is for people who had no hope. But because they accepted Jesus Christ, they have now come into hope. Hallelujah, somebody. Listen to me. I said, interview them. Because I have been with the government, and the government said to me that, look, you guys, we have heard about the work you are doing, but you haven't got anything to show for it. He said to me, they said to me that, you work by faith, we work by statistics. Yes, sir. And he said to me that the, the news we are hearing about you, Apostle Williams, show it to us. I said, wait. I will soon show this nation. When I look at your eyes, my heart celebrates. Because I knew where each one came, what each one was. I knew what many have gone through. I knew where you are today, somebody. Hello, somebody? So I said to them, take testimonies of these youths. And I will say to those of you who are still young, who are coming up with them, listen to me. Some people have said on television that you don't need to be graduate, you don't need to have certificate. They are talking nonsense. You don't need to be qualified. They are talking rubbish. I'm submitting a paper right now on World Trade Organization. And I found out there are two rules that govern bilateral trades of nations. One is called GATS. The other one is called GATS. General Agreement of Trade and Services. Article 2.1 says... Every nation have the right to set a standard for any professional that will be accepted from another nation based on qualification. When I read it, I said, oh my God. That if you will want to go to Europe, we are not Brexit, forget about that. Europe or America or Canada or another country, to practice medicine, all what you learned in your country, you put it, you present it, this is what you have learned. They will not test you by their own standard. No wonder. If you are an architect, you are an engineer, you are a surveyor, you are anything, go to America, you will see go through their standard. That's the reason why British lawyers are going to do American bar. To price in America. That's the reason why Nigerian doctors come here to do plan. It doesn't matter how many years you have practiced. And when I read this, they have the right, because the major point of, of WTO is non-discrimination act. 
World trade organization is not discrimination that any nation will not discriminate against another nation either in trade or services, but then they have an exclusion power to determine who in that uh, 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 profession they can accredit that he has the profession. When I read it, I said, God, I thank you that I have not missed it. I am in the right course. Pushing the members of my church to be qualified for us. The Bible says when the axe is dull, you take the strongest strength to cut it down. You are here in this nation, my man. You are here in this nation, man. One of the members, one of the ministers called me during the week. Reverend Joseph Nkoli, I will mention her name. She said, Apostle, since the last time you came to our church, she said, everybody in my church have gone to school. She said, one of the sisters who said to me, my head is dull, is dead. Don't, don't, when you talk of school, don't count me. She said, today she had registered to go to school. She said, Maribah, Apostle, let me tell you, I have just applied to study law. I will back you up like a turbo jet. Hallelujah, somebody. So you see what we're going to stop reading? Death. The Bible says, among all you are getting, get wisdom. Get understanding. When the brothers of, of, of Joseph came to Egypt to meet Pharaoh, Pharaoh said, what is your qualification? Their boy had become the second in command. And Pharaoh wants to fix them up. He said, what is your qualification? If those boys have been messing about without qualification, they will not be placed in Israel. Listen to me. I I target to enter the midst of those who decide for this universe. I am at their door right now. Listen to me. I didn't go to school to go and play. I'm right at their door. Huh? When I enter that door, what happens? <laughs> oh, if you're going, my friend. That is the reason why now you have to be well qualified. You young man and woman, don't look for woman, don't look for man. Look for qualification and power. Spirit power. Finish. I will call... Dickiness to come and share her testimony with you. It will shake your mind. The word of God is true. It says, I know my plans for you. They plan to prosper you. Yeah. 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 How does God prosper? Deuteronomy 28 verse 12 applies. I will open the way, the floodgates of heaven. I will pour my rain upon the works of your hand. Run upon the land that it will grow, but upon the works of your hand. When rain of God fall in the church, it will fall upon every hand. A hand that has nothing will give back to nothing. Listen to me. The word of God is true. God said, I want to prosper you. That is my plan. Give you hope. That is my plan. Give you a future. That is my plan. But listen to me. Somebody who is not born again, you are outside that plan, my friend. Look at the book of Romans chapter chapter 8. Let me read from verse 3. Then verse, verse 30, sorry. If you are not born again, you are outside the plan I'm talking about. Come on now. 
What do you say? And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also what? Glorified. Now, listen, look at the next verse. Let's look at that. What man? He didn't say it out loud. Do you know what God is saying here? What days are you saying to the response of the fact that God plans, He programmed you to prosper, He programmed you never to be overcome, He programmed you to succeed, He programmed you to have a good future. Then, it's not by your permission. God just did it for you. What then, how can you respond to such love? Faith. If God be for us, that is faith. What God demands from you is faith. That's why he says, if God be for us, who can be against us? No witch can be against you. No wizard can be against you. Some people call mammy water. It does not exist anyway. No mammy water can be against you. Even if they say papi water, it does not matter. Papi water cannot be against you. If someone says he's mason, forget about mason. They are human beings. They can't be against you. Someone says that Baha'i. They can't be against you. Someone says that Illuminati. Don't worry about Illuminati. They are illuminating their own self. And you two, you are doing your God stuff, man. Who told you that Mason and Illuminati rule the world? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. That's why he says, if God be for you, your medical practice, who can be against you? If God be for you, your legal practice, who can be against you? If God be for you, your banking practice, who can be against you? Tell me, in your school, if God be for you, you can't be a dog brain, a boy in this church. Just finish this, 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 he had 11 A stars without a father. He has a father, the mother is part of this church, but the father was given the, the mother headache to the place where I summoned the man and I told him, if you misbehave, you know I'm in law now, I will finish you in law. Because what you are doing is illegal, I will report you myself, I will go to court to witness against you. In the midst of all these tosses and bustles, the boy came out with 11 stars. Come on now. If God be for you, whether there's a father somewhere or father is not resident, it's irrelevant. If God be for you. There are some people who call themselves Christians and they are still at the shore of Satan did this, Satan did that, the demons of my father's house. If the demons are in your father's house, what about angels in God's house? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Who is mightier? Angels or demons? Look, let me say something to you. Yesterday, no, Thursday, 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 I, 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 had, to, I had to travel to Berlin on Friday. And I had to submit some papers that morning before I go. So I did my studies till 4 a.m. And I submitted my paper and of course I got A. Now, let's carry on. <laughs> the Bible cannot lie. If you don't read, you fail. If you read, you pass. Satan don't make you fail. God don't make you pass. You make your way prosperous or you make your way failures. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. So, I, and in the morning, heavy rain, thunder, lightning. And as I was rushing into the car, I did not carry umbrella. Why? Because my wife has gone to Nigeria. She was in Abuja doing her own preaching. And you know, whenever we are traveling, it's her. It is my wife that think about umbrella. I don't think about umbrella. So because she was not with me, of course, 
that part of me had been deadened. Because somebody else took that responsibility, I forgot umbrella in the heavy rain. Can you imagine? So when I was driving to the airport, I remember it was increasing, increasing, heavy rain. Ah, and I, it came to my mind, you don't have umbrella. Where you park? From the place you park to the, to the tower, you will be soaked. Immediately I said, Father, you know I don't have umbrella. <laughs> I said, I said, it is not your fault. It is my fault because I forgot. And you know too, if my wife was with me, those are the kind of things she will not forget. Because sometimes I will pack my toiletries and I will forget to put it in the portmanteau and I'm gone. When I reach where I'm going, I'll be looking for toiletry. I say, where's my toiletry? My wife will say, you forgot it. Look at it in my bag. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. He who finds a wife finds words. And obtained what? Do you find a husband to go? And he obtained <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> so, I told God that, look God, I am in trouble now, but this is the position. I don't want to be wet. I said, send your holy angels now ahead of me to, to, uh, to Stansted. Let them spread their wing over, over Stansted. And get the showers out of that area. When I said that, I drove a short distance and a thought came to me and said, but you don't need the wings of angels. You can just speak. Angels can just speak. And rain will stop. I said, no. For this one, I need an angel to spread his wings. I have seen them. I know how powerful they are. If an angel spread his wing over UK, famine may be in this place or rain may be in this place and on the other place is an opposite. Or there is rain everywhere, there is no rain here. Angels are enormous in power. I said that that is what I have said. And as I got closer to Sunset, heavy rain, suddenly within one atmosphere, there was no more rain. There was flood all over the whole place, no more rain. I got to the airport and I met Pastor, Pastor Adisa on the queue, on the queue. And I said, Pastor, he said it was terrible. You know, today, I said, yes, it was going to be, but it's no more terrible. Now we are going to go into the, into the flight. We went dry. I was shouting with them in, um, in uh, 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 Berlin this weekend. I'm talking about the word of God. They called me from Nigeria in the month of um, May and said to me that, I know June, and said to me that, I said, how is everything going? What about Jesus City? They said, sir, there is no rain. I said, what are you talking about? All the plants that you have planted, they said the whole ground is dry. And because there is no rain, the, the plants are not growing. I said, why don't you talk to rain? The man said, what did you say, sir? I said, talk to rain. Ah, he took the microphone, he gave it to the second person. <laughs> now I said, sir, what we are saying is that in the whole of Lagos, there is no rain for seven days. I said, yeah, that's what I was saying to that. Why don't you talk to rain? He said, sir, what did you say? I said, talk to rain. Hallelujah, somebody. And then, he said to me, sir, we don't know how to. I said, okay, listen to me. By this time tomorrow, mark your wristwatch. There will be heavy downpour on that ground. The whole of that city shall be flooded. I said, okay. He said, amen, sir. I said, I don't want your amen. Go. Tomorrow I see you. By 12 noon the following day, my telephone rang. No, 12.30, my telephone rang. Huh? The man said, Baba, apostle, Baba, apostle, Baba, apostle. I said, what's the matter with you? He said, Sagamu is flooded. Ogiri is flooded. Lagos is flooded. I said, and so what? 
He said, you said it yesterday. It happened. I said, you are the one surprised. I'm not. I am not. The word of God is. I asked him, what did you call that land? Jesus city. Did you call it Alfred city? No. You call it Jesus city. Then call the rain that this is Jesus city. Fall on it. The word of God is. That is the reason why that Roman says, if God be for you, forget about what is happening around you. Forget about what is cooking around you. If God be for you, understand. God works everything. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11, according to his counsel, and according to the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 28, he says, for we know that in all things, God, 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 God is working. God is working. I say, God is working. He is working. It may look bad. It's a God in heaven working behind it. Listen to me. I love these romans. Go back to that thirty. It says, no, 31. Really. What shall we say in response to this? If God be for us, who can be against us? Who can be against us? I was told a story in this trip. Testimony in Germany by one of our members from Kenya. She said, when I arrived this country, Germany, five years ago, she said, immediately the person who brought, who collected me, took me to Christ's Tabernacle. She said, for some time I was told the norm, there is no hope here for any black, joined the bandwagon. She said, but she had pastor at the preached something different. She said, she now began to say, is this true? And then I came. And I began to tell all of them why you must read. Why, according to the Bible, Satan don't make you fail. And God don't make you prosper. God has set prosperity in you. You will make your way prosperous or make your way failure. It's your decision. What you are today in marriage, in life, in anything, is as a result of your decision of yesterday. What you are deciding right now, know it very well. You can't escape the fruit of it in the future. That will determine your tomorrow. That's the reason why a man may be miserable for 50 years and wake up at the 50th year and everything shall be restored back to Joel. The woman went to school. She said she, started, she believed that she can never understand German. You know when I went, I said, man, read, man wrote it, man read it, man passed it. Hallelujah, somebody. She went and read German. Then I told them, what is your trade? You cannot be alive if you don't have a career. If you are not going to university to be intellectual, if it is carpentry, you study, study well and be certificated as a carpenter. Don't go and learn carpenter from those who have not graduated in carpentry. Okay? So, 
she had learned jobs. And then she applied in the church. We have rapport with the government. And we're setting up an organization there now in Germany. The government decided to set that up to look into the affairs of how can the government synergize with black people, either Caribbean, Indian, and stuff. And when they set up that organization, they decided to appoint me as the chairman in Germany. So my German passport is coming shortly. So that I'm a British, I'm a European. Hallelujah. So whatever happened, the woman, they sat down over his case, our immigration section, and they applied for her for indefinite stay. When she got to the, to the immigration, immigration asked her, what is the reason why we should give you this thing? She said, I told them, five years I've been in this country. I have done my language. I speak German now. And I pass. And she said, I'm doing social, <clears throat> social work for the elderly. She said, these are my results. She got 92 in one of the programs. She's getting, she's scatter everything. 80 something, 70 something. And the immigration officer said, you have done your language, yes, I'm speaking German to you. And you have done this one, you want to be taking care of that, yes, and I'm passing it seriously. The immigration officer said, go to that room and collect your, your state. She walked to the next room and they wrote the state. There are people in that place for 15 years. You know, when we got to Germany, what they always believe that you are a black person, they are racist here, you can't get better. I said, what? I said, you, my members, must sit in the parliament. Don't tell me that. You will rule in the parliament. When I told them five years ago, it was like a joke. Right now, we are in the parliament. Only meeting with the parliament. And they have not been assigned. Those members have been assigned by the parliament over high operations and sensible issues in the country. Really, they, are, they forged a meeting between the head of immigration, the minister for immigration, and the ambassadors of African countries last month. That how can we help these African countries to educate the people that, look, these are the privileges available for you, Jam. Listen to me. Your decision today determines your tomorrow. Don't blame Satan for your failure. Blame yourself. If you are quarreling in your home and trouble every way, night and day, check yourself out, man. It has nothing to do with demons or devil. The way you lay your bed. If God be for me. I think some people need to read it again and again and again and again. Because I've had enough accusation from Christians accusing the devil for what devil did not do. My Bible tells me, give me credit. My Bible tells me that nothing. Yes, let me tell you this. They told me on this journey. Somebody went to Nigeria to go and help them structure the whole place. So he came from England, finance director. And he said to them, the first thing he checked the whole operations, all the areas, they steal money, he blocked it. Good. Good bricks. Then they will bring contract to him. He will look at the contract, they inflated it, it will change everything to the normal thing. And they said to him that, you are too hard. He said, sorry, that is the normal life. 
Now, one day, he came to the office, and they put Juju on his, on his chair. The guy came in and saw big Juju on his chair. He slammed his door, took his passport, the next available flight. <laughs> he landed back in London and said, I don't want to die. I said, if he was a member of CFT, he would have carried that juju and put it in the door for the owner of the juju to come and carry his juju. And he will sit on that chair. Because the Bible says, Isaiah 44 verse 9. Those who worship idols are nothing. And the voodoo and juju that they cherish are worthless. Their spell is useless. But who knows the church he went Maybe it's the church, they tell them that, ah, there's an enemy in your father's compound. Eh? There's a woman in your mother's compound, she's short, yes, 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 she's, uh, she's light, yes, 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 she's light. Uh, uh, what did you do for them that they are pursuing you? If you was a member of CFT, if a prophet tells you that, you tell the prophet to, the thing you did for them, I also did. Listen to me, my Bible tells me if God be, for me, nothing can be against me. I will soon finish in 10 minutes. But today, this morning, you must hear the truth. Say to somebody, you will know the truth. I can't hear you. And the truth, you know, will send you running. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. My Bible says, if God be for me, who can be against me? Look at the next verse. Let's read together. He who did not walk. Yeah. Uh-huh. He who did not spare Jesus, his son. And he gave Jesus to die for you and I. How much more? Along with salvation, I love it. Along with salvation. Salvation, a total package. There is victory in it. There is success in it. Name it. There is healing in it. When you receive Jesus, you receive everything of God. Nothing was excluded from you. Why would you let the devil lie to you? Why would you let the devil lie to you? The Egyptian you see today, you see them no more. There may be... That may be the, 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 that may be the, uh, sea before you. He will cause land to come up in the midst of the sea. That may be fire before you. He said you will pass through. When you pass through fire, he says, I will be with you. I will not allow the flame of the fire to hurt you. Fire don't burn us. And torrent of waves don't swallow us up. Why? Because Jehovah is with us. He who did not spare his son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not along with his son, graciously, avalanchely, abundantly, generously, give us all, 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 all what? All things. I love it. Somebody is still, you still need some word of God. I told you. Beginning. The word of God is. It's not going to be. It is already. Yeah? And I told you, all what God will say is in the Bible. There is no other book on earth 
that has the word of God. Only the Bible. Let me show you one more thing the word of God tells you. Look at the book of Isaiah 54 verse 13. It will be a good place to start. Shall we read it together? All my sons. Uh-huh. Read it again. The other translation says that peace means prosperity. Grace shall be the prosperity of your children. That looks like you say amen. Look at the next verse. Shall we read it together? Come on now. Did you read that? This is the word of the Lord. The word of God is. And the word of God is written. The word of God is. That's what God tells me. I, who believe in Jesus, will be established in what? Righteousness. Tyranny, I will hear it, it will be far from me. I will have nothing to fear. Because if anything threatens my hope, God is working behind it. It may look terrible or fearful, my God is more terrible than it. It may look hopeless, my God will work hope out of hopelessness. He's not retired from the, from the business of calling light out of darkness and calling order into chaos. Somebody says that, I had a plan but the devil upset it. No problem. Look at the book of Genesis chapter 1. Let me go, go to that one. We'll come and finish this one. Genesis chapter 1. Let me show you something. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was void and formless. Is it God who made it void or formless? No. Did God plan to create a formless earth? No. Did he plan to create a void earth? No. Why? Isaiah 45, verse 18 says it. Look at what it says. Very quickly. Isaiah 45, 18. For this is what the Lord says. He who created the heavens, he is what? God. He, he who fashioned and made the earth, he founded it. He did not create it to be empty. But verse 2 of Genesis says, now the world is empty. But God did not create it to be empty. God allowed the devil to make it empty so that you and I can know what the devil does is not important because what God has settled, it will override everything the devil can do. Only if you can have faith. Go back to my Isaiah. I feel like preaching you for 10 days. Tell somebody I'm free. Hallelujah. Tell her if I removed. Look at verse 15. Verse 15, please. Shall we read that together? So why do you hear prophets who say that what did you do for them that they are they are attacking you this way? He's stupid. He's not a prophet of God. God says, if anyone does, let me help you understand the implication of grammar and use of language. The meaning of does means it will happen. Alright? 
It is no subjective word that is likely to happen. It is not a word of probably could happen. It is a mandatory word, will. If anybody does, they will. But when they do, that means not does. Are you with me now? So if anybody attacks you, it's not strange. If anybody attacks you, it is not odd. <laughs> I told them a story in Germany. When I was six, a witch woman took me into the house of a wizard opposite our compound. And they took my hand and gave it to the, to the witch doctor. A witch took me to the house of a, a, witch, a wizard who brought a witch doctor. You know, Balindi? And I was hearing them. The, the woman who took me there said that, read his, read his future. And the man went into my hand. He put an alligator pepper in his mouth and all Madness times madness over madness exponential. Madness is what? Infinitesimal madness. So the guy was infinitesimally mad. He was looking at my palm. He said, I can't see, I can't see. And the woman was saying, What, what can you see? He said, I can see a blinding light, a blinding light. And I was, I was there, a blinding light in my hand. That is Jesus. <laughs> a blinding light in my hand. And the Holy Spirit said to my father, Where is your son? And my father called my name from opposite the road. You know, as far as my father's regulation is, you must not go beyond the range of his voice. So when he calls you once, you must answer twice. So when my father called my name across the road, I heard in that room. And I said, yes, daddy. And my father walked straight to the house. And before I, they said, they should let me go. They, let go. they want to pack all their... their they are jazz. They put all their jazz spells and stuff on the ground. My father opened the door. He said, what is my son doing here? The, the woman was shaking. Was shaking. I said, daddy, this mama said they should read my future. And they are seeing lights in my hand. Lights in my hand. <laughs> my father went infernal. Because he was from the Amis. He said, you people are stupid. Because ordinary six-year-old boy, you can't read this. You know why they can't read your future? Jeremiah says, God said, I know my plan for you. No Satan. No medium. No necromancer. No witch or wizard can know that plan. Because it is hid in the heart of the Father. That is the reason why the Isaiah say, they will fight against you, it shall not be by my command. Anyone who attacks you, I will make them what? Surrender. Listen to me. It doesn't matter who attacks you, their destiny is what? Surrender. I don't care. They say Satan attacks churches. His destiny is what? Surrender. Why? Jesus says, I will build my church and the gates of hell cannot prevail. I will build my marriage and the gates of hell cannot prevail. God will build my business. He will build my family. Gates of hell cannot. Any decision of man cannot overthrow it. Let all the demons gang together. They will come to infamy. 
Do I need to pray? No! Hello? People running their task get over useless power. Whosoever. I love the word whosoever. Some other time I will talk to you about that. Whosoever falls into category of anybody, either visible or invisible, that falls into the definition of an attack and is against you. Come on now. Look at the next verse. I love it. Sixteen. See, it is I who what created the blacksmith who fans the coals into what flame and what forges a weapon fit for its work. And the blacksmith in Isaiah forty-four, they are the one who carve idols. Remember, so God is saying to you that those who create idols, I'm the one who created them. So any idol they create is not, they have no jurisdiction over you. Okay? So if anybody went to a dead idol to go and talk about you, he's talking nonsense. Because God created the one he is talking to. Look at the next verse. And it is I who created the destroyer. He called it ravager. Those are demons of hell. They are under the control of your God and under your authority. Listen to me, somebody. Therefore, he ended by saying something. Let's read that verse 17 together. Everybody should know that. No weapon. Uh-huh. Say no weapon. I can't hear you. Say no weapon. I can't hear you. Say no weapon. Say no weapon. I love the Bible. It is the word of God. It is the extreme of expression and the, 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 let me say, the excellence of eloquence. He says, no weapon. God means no weapon. No weapon. He has told you those who fought the weapons, I created them. Therefore, he says, they can create their weapon and attack anybody who hasn't got the blood of Jesus. But when it comes to the blood of Jesus, anyone who has the blood, no weapon. Either they form it in the sea, on the mountain, on the sea, in the wilderness, in the desert. Anywhere they go, let them go to the mountain, hide the valley. Anywhere they go, no weapon. Let them go to hell and decide together. No weapon, no weapon. Either spell or cast, no weapon. That is such a manufacturing issue. We prosper. And every time... Where man say you will not reach, you will go beyond it. People don't believe in you. It does not matter. I told you if you are a member of CFT, anybody who doesn't believe in you is stupid. I believe in you. I'm better than them. You didn't hear what I say? You didn't hear what I say? You didn't hear what I say? Say after me, I'm a holy generation. Listen to me. They don't believe in me. I believe in you. I have seen the Lord. They have not seen the Lord. I have been to heaven. They have not been to heaven. I can talk about your creation because the one who made you, I stood before him for a time. And I can tell you, his word is true. He only wants you to believe it. Where would you doubt your maker? No weapon for the against you will prosper. Who said it? Who said it? Say it loud. I can hear you. Who said it? Say it louder. Where did he say it? Somebody may be hearing me anywhere in the world as this is live. 
and also is going on television. If you think you have a power that can defy what I'm saying, my address is on the screen. You can come physically. You can come any otherly. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Or maybe you have some devils or some sports in your towns, your villages. They say, no man enters. Call for us on the screen. We will enter the place. We have entered many. The demons so-called have fled. I took some of you to one of my trips in Ogiri, a place called Ogiri. Pastor was there with me. Some people believe that when you fast, 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 these things happen. No. The word of God is. He said it before he made you. He made you to inherit it. So his word is not subject to your excellence or your eloquence. It's subject to who you follow. He said it for those who will accept Jesus Christ. Because he says, no weapon for the against you will prosper. Any tongue that is against you in judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of those who fear the Lord. And their vindication from me, says the Most High. Listen to me. He had previously said to you, in righteousness you will be established. Righteousness is established through the blood of Jesus Christ. We went into the place. A place that is feared by all other indigents. And then God said, I should lead them on a prayer march. And we were praying around the city. And we were singing, Majobalo Ulua, Majobalo Ulua, Obata Kuli Roluye, Alagbarata Kuli Sheguni, Ijobare Dumami Yeho, Majobalo Ulua. I just spoke in tongues. It's my mother tongue. I'm an Englishman, but my mother is Bagura. Now listen to me. As we are singing, Keep on reigning, O oh God. Keep on reigning. The God that can never be contested. A mighty warrior that can never be overcome. And that's what said, we love your kingdom. And as we are marching, God said to me, turn right. You know all this song we are singing is in the midst of people on the streets. Witches were opening their door, they were peeping. All these, they are, you know, they are, they are uh, cult leaders. They were peeping. When we turned to the right, two of the village people came and said, No, Apostle, you can't enter here. I said, Where? This forest. I said, Why? He said, It is forbidden. I said, Who forbid it? He said, Our forefathers. I said, Where are they? Worms ate their mouth. If by the mouth of your forefather this place is forbidden, I come greater than your forefather, I unforbid it. Tell me! And we moved. We have gone too far from this town. Because we are now in the forest area. So they can't come back alone because of what? Fear. They are more ministers, but they have fear. And the Bible says you are not given the spirit of what? Because it brings you back into what? Slavery. So they have to follow by force. We went, we went, pastor was with me, and we are going in this forest. That forest has only been entered by cult members. That's where they kill human beings and sacrifice them. And God sent us there to destroy that power once and for all. As we were coming down about 0.5 kilometers into it, we were descending a slope into a stream. And we be, the Lord said we should be shouting. When we walk a little bit, we will shout hallelujah seven times and we move. The forest that I've been hearing, yeah, paripa. For the first time he heard hallelujah. Yeah, paripa is finished. Yeah, paripa. That is the word of the occult. 
Hallelujah is the language of angels. Hallelujah is the language of heaven. Come on now. And we continue to say hallelujah. And when we were saying it, there is a man who lives in that shrine. He doesn't come out except once in a year. He comes out when they will do the sacrifice to that river for 500 years. The man came out of the shrine to check who. He was standing one foot in the air. His legs were not on the ground. Floating in the air. That's a joke. It's not magic. It's not trick. He is possessed and full of demons. All the ancestral demons, the demons that, 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 that afflicted, oppressed the ancestors, they came to fight. He was not wearing normal clothes. From his head to his toe was cowries. I looked into his eyes. His eyes were red like that. And standing eye like that. Ferocious looking. But let me say something to you. I have known a trick. As a son of a wizard, now a son of God. That the devil always tries to intimidate people because he has no control over human beings. For devil to access you, he must first break your will and seek your permission. By trying to intimidate you, the moment you have fear, you submit to him in their access. And I know too, though Babylon mount up like a mountain, the Bible said it shall be brought low. I moved. Those who were with me moved with me. Follow. And we're looking at him in a distance. We saw, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, advance. When I moved close to him, he was, his mouth was moving with incantations. Nonsense. The greatest incantation is John 1 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. By him all things were made, nothing was made. When we got closer, we said, in the name of Jesus, the man went boom, like a wind into the, into the bushes. Nobody knew where he went. Till today, he's not found. That is the end of sacrifice of such in that town. If you know the town, go ask. I'm speaking to the air. What I say, no weapon forged against you. We and every tongue that accuses you falsely shall what be condemned. This is your right in God. This is your right in God. This is your right in God. This is your vindication. This is your vindication, says the Lord. This is your vindication. I say it is your vindication. It is your vindication. Lift up your hands and begin to worship Him. Get up on your feet and let's worship Him. The Lord is God. Begin to declare. Thank you for vindicating me, O God. Thank you for vindicating me, O God. The word of God is. Thank you for vindicating me. Begin to declare, my sons shall be taught from above. This shall be the prosperity of my children. He says, I put my word in your mouth. There is no such a thing that the devil can abrogate destiny. He has no right over your destiny. He has no power over your destiny. The Bible says... They will fight against you, it shall not be by my doing. Those who fight against you will surrender to you. Lift up your voice and celebrate the word of God. The victory that you receive in Jesus Christ. Your life is just beginning. A new dawn has come.
Yes. Yes. Begin to praise God for the word of God. The word of God is. 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 It says in righteousness you shall be established. Tyranny shall be far from you. He says, I know the plans I have towards you. Says the Lord. The plan not to harm you. The plan to give you a hope and a future. Lift up your voice and declare to your future. Begin to call your future to fulfill the word of God. Begin to declare, I will fulfill the destiny God has given me. I will prosper in the land of the living. Tyranny shall be far from me. They will not come near me. I will overcome all the odds of the devil. I am a success and not a failure. I am a victor. I will never quit. Lift up your voice and make declarations to God. My life has just begun on planet earth. In the days of famine, the Bible says my people will enjoy plenty. Make declaration about yourself. I am a son of God. The son of the most high. No weapon found against me can prosper. Make declaration. Because of your sickness, he provided healing. Begin to declare. I have victory over my body. And speak to your body. Hear the word of the Lord. Enjoy good health. Speak to your organs. Hear the word of the Lord. You are made whole. Speak to your marriage. Hear the word of the Lord. You are healed. Speak to your businesses. Hear the word of the Lord. You will flourish. Begin to make declaration to your sons and daughters. You will be proud from God. Great shall be your prosperity. Lift up your voice and declare. According to the word of God. The word of God is. And the word of God is written. I will excel to the highest. In the destiny that heaven has ordained. Yes, O Lord. Yes, O Lord. Yes, Lord. Make declaration over your life with your mouth. Pitch your tomorrow. Speak to your tomorrow. What you say shall come to pass. Your opinion is what God wants to hear about you. He said, declare a thing, it shall come to pass. Declare a thing, it shall come to pass. For the Lord is with you. If God be for me, what can be against me? If you are going through battle, begin to declare victory to that battle. Right now, the Lord is here. What you say shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus, I command the battle. Over, over, over. Declare in the name of the Lord. Victory into your battles. Begin to declare the Lord will release his holy angels on your behalf. The time has come. Heaven will visit the earth. Heaven will visit the earth. Heaven will visit the earth. The glory of the Lord will descend upon me. The glory of the Lord over my family. Over this house. Lift up your voice and declare. Lift your voice and declare. Lift up your voice. We will fulfill the destiny of heaven. A people that cannot be stopped. Stopped by the devil. We are unstoppable by every gimmick of hell. Your Sarah will conceive and give birth. 
Every part of your life dead, I command life to them. In Jesus' anointed name we have prayed. I speak into your life. Because it is written, No weapon forged against you will prosper. I declare that every weapon of the devil against your life be destroyed at this hour. It says in righteousness you will be established. Everything that seeks to take you out of God's righteousness, I cut them off your life. It says your truth shall be willing in the days of your battle. Everyone that God has ordained to be a blessing to you, whom the devil has turned their eyes away from you, today I command them to begin to look towards you. Upon your life, receive favor of God. Upon your life, receive favor of God. As you leave my presence today, the favor will draw the eyes of those who should bless you towards you. They will not be able to sleep until they bless you. If the earth is the Lord, which it is, and according to the book of 1 Timothy, all authorities he created them. Romans 13, also, I declare, everyone at my voice, who are the sons of God across the globe? As you hear my voice, the authority of your nation will submit before you. Every nation that are on their way to make law that will ridicule the life of God's people, I revoke that law in the name of Jesus. I speak division to their coalition in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It says in God's said to Moses, let my people go that they may serve me. Every emissary of hell. Satan has assigned along your way to hold you back from serving God. May the Lord cut them off in the name of Jesus as of Nazareth. Jesus said, worry for nothing. Worry for nothing, for I have overcome the world. Every spirit that stands before you, that makes you worry, I banish them from you forever. I command your heart and mind to be illuminated in the name of Jesus Christ. May your eyes be open to the provision of heaven. Now I speak by faith. Enter into God's provision. In the name of Jesus, enter into God's provision. In the name of Jesus, enter into God's provision. It is written, flesh give birth to flesh. So, when human beings give birth, they give birth to human beings who behave like human beings. Therefore, spirit give birth to spirit. As many of you that have been born by the Spirit of God, begin to manifest God. Begin to manifest God. Begin to manifest God. In your sleep, manifest God. When you are awake, manifest God. Who says to you that the place you were born determines how much you can go? Who says to you your color is a deterrent? Who says to you, because your father was not there for you, you cannot go too far? Who says to you, because your husband did not cooperate with you, you are limited in life? Who says to you, because your wife is opposing you, you cannot go too far? Everything the devil has said like that, I command it to begin to walk to your good. I command it to begin to walk to your good. It is written, God works in all things. For the counsel of him who made the heavens and the earth. I command every turbulence of your heart, of your life, to begin to watch the counsel of God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hell 
could not stop me, they will not be able to stop you. I was cursed. It didn't work. I was relayed with AK-47. It failed. The devil raised opposition against me. In it, I excelled. He raised rebellion against me. It became my tool for promotion. Even he raised people who said, we don't believe in him. But God did things that they are now aghast. I'm saying to say, everything that the devil is using to intimidate you. Everything the devil has said, either man or spirit, or thoughts or ideologies, that the devil has said, to try to hinder you, to try to pull you down, from this day they will begin to work for your goodness. Before your enemies, the Lord will lay your table before you. Before those who say it is impossible, the Lord will lay your table before you. He will anoint your head with oil. Your cup shall overflow. Your cup shall overflow. In this September it shall come to pass. In the month of October, there shall be glorious glory manifestation. Those who have said to you, we will see how far you have gone. They will ask you, show us the way to your God. When a notable miracle was done, the government in the, uh, uh, of the time was terrified. God will do astonishing things in your life that will terrify the kingdom of hell. Not according to our perfection, but according to his sure word. A new order of things on earth has begun. This is the season of the eagles of God manifesting. Arise with wings spread out. Fly without any jurisdiction. There shall be no limit or boundary to your opposition any longer. It said unto Joshua, I will oppose those who oppose you. And everyone that opposes you today shall come under the fire line of God. So shall it be in the name of the Father. And of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Anything you have lost since you are growing up. Till this hour. I declare your next one year shall bring for restoration. The Lord will restore to you the years the locusts have eaten. The Lord will restore before my eyes, before your eyes. Before this time next year. All your years shall be restored. All your days shall be renewed. The hell the Lord shall establish you. In power he shall glorify you. You will succeed in ministry. You will not quit in ministry. You will not fail in ministry. You will succeed in ministry. You will not leave. You will not quit. You will not fail. God will raise you up. The one who did not allow me to be put to shame, he will defend your cause. The one who had appeared to me several times. The one who called me out of my profession. To show mankind the way unto him, the maker of heaven and earth. He will fulfill your days. Anyone who speaks contrary to what I say about you, their words shall fail, their thoughts shall fail. Before them, those things that I've said to you will come to pass. Permit me to speak in my dialect. Because I reach a height. That I have to communicate with heaven over my darlings. I say, the things I spoke to you today, before those who say it will not happen and those who mock you, people who have been saying to you, church, church, every day, will see how far you have gone. In a matter of days, they will celebrate you. Why? Listen, though some of you may not understand, 
Ojo akala ni laseko. Ojo akakon ni konse weweje. There is no man under heaven who can be envious of the sun and use his hand to cover the sun from shining. When the sea decides to break their boundary, there is no technology under heaven that can stand before them. They will sweep him over. Listen to me. It is because God had given the sea the power to do so. He has given the order for the sun to rule the day. No technology of nation or anger of demons or coalition of men can hinder him. What heaven decides about you shall not be hindered by man. What God has programmed you to be shall not be hindered by demons. Opinions of people shall fail over your lives. I will celebrate your joy. So shall it be. And so it is. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. I got my mind made up. And I won't turn back. Because I want to see my Jesus. Somebody say. To see my Jesus Say it again I got my mind made up Hey I want to see my Jesus I got my mind made up I want to see my Jesus I can hear you One more time I got my mind made up, and I will come back, because I want to see my Jesus. Nobody said, I got my mind made up, and I will come back, because I want to see my Jesus. Goodbye, Lord, goodbye,
birthday parties and all the parties and there they flex their muzzle. I flex my muzzle to the one who created my muzzle. Hallelujah. Somebody. If you don't dance before God, you are not supposed to dance in any party. Those of us who dance before God, we are the one who has legitimate. We are legitimate. We have the alacrity uh, <laughs> to dance when we are having parties. Amen. Turn to somebody and Give them high five. You are blessed this morning. I love it. Don't forget, the word of God is, even when you have not seen it, take your seats in the heavenly places. I love God. No matter how much I dance before Him, I have energy. Your energy will exhaust if you are dancing before something else. Hallelujah. You know, let's take our offerings and our tithes. And I will ask uh, the Dickness to get ready. She'll come and tell us the 
message that God sent to this house. The Bible says, bring all your tithes and offerings to my storehouse. Test me in this if I will not open the floodgates of heaven and bless you. That scripture says, worship the Lord with your substance. So what you hold in your hand is a, an offering to the Lord. It is a holy substance. So as you prepare your tithes and your offerings, bow your head and speak to the Lord about it.